Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Hardcore Mortgage and Business Podcast. Today is September 9, 2020. I want to wish a shout out to Harvey Freed, who got a much needed colonoscopy today. Way to make your business public, right, Harvey? But we wish you nothing. We wish you nothing but the best, and hopefully it came out okay. Uh, no pun intended. Um, we have with us on the broadcast today, we have Mr. John Cole. How are you doing, John? Very well. How is everyone today? Everybody is great. We were going to be joined by Lisa and Becky, but they haven't logged on yet. Um, it's busy, John. I'm going to start off right off the bat. Yeah. Effect, effective at the end of second quarter. Okay, when did second quarter end? Second quarter ended at the end of June. So finally, as we all know, the, the communication came out that loan originators and originations saw the highest volume in origination history. History. Quarter number two of 2020, John Cole, it's been documented that it was the highest origination loan volume in the history of mortgage banking. Now, you go back 23 years. I go back over 30 years. I contend that our company was busier in, in the late 90s, early 2000s. But the overall industry, probably because there might be more mortgage people in the industry, that rates are at unprecedented lows, the lowest all time. That is the reason why that the history of mortgage banking, there has been no higher volume. Right. I mean, it's, it's, um, I would agree with you that, that uh, there she is. What's up, Beck? Um, I would agree with you that, uh, yes, it, it has been busier in years past, but in a whole, as a whole, the industry, there are much, many more uh, loan professionals in our industry now than there were in the late 90s, early 2000s. And uh, with that being said, you know, that it makes the whole industry a little bit busier. Um, and it's a different type of busy, right? You know, back in the day when you could just, you know, uh, turn them and burn them in the loans, it was a lot easier. I know Becky and I right now, and, and you, Harry, and Harvey, and Lisa are all going through the same thing where we are, um, you know, there's a lot more work on each individual file because of all the, the compliance stops and the, uh, the, the, the regulations that you have to go through. So it just makes it a different type of busier, a crazier, busier, a harder, busier. But all in all, you know, we're glad that we've got everything rolling and we're working with companies that uh, seem to want to get business done. And that's the most important thing. We're there for the clients. Yeah, so John and Becky, so John will remember this. He, he will remember this statement that I made in 2010. I said, Becky Alley, that the mortgage business was easier than it was pre-2010. John Cole quickly erupted and corrected me and said, no way. It is harder now. And we don't mean hard in a bad way, we just mean that there are more compliance documents. It takes more to put a loan in process now, Becky, than it did pre-2010. Don't you agree with that? Uh, yes. Um, I mean, I've gotten, you know, I've been doing mortgages since 2004 and I mean, things were hard, but you could go to the airport and meet someone in the hangar and have them sign a document, you know, whereas like there's been, you know, the world's been changing obviously, but right now it is, 
there's more moving parts, especially because of COVID-19, you know, that have made the mortgage process a little bit, we have to get a little bit more intimate with all of the clients. That's definitely no doubt there. Yeah. And compliance and regulation, which I'm a big fan of compliance and regulation, because that just levels the playing field for everybody. Okay. It levels the playing field for people that always have done the right thing for their clients, for the community, for the industry, versus the people that didn't do it the right way for their clients, community, and industry. So it leveled the playing field where everybody had to up their game. And, uh, you know, right now what we're seeing coupled with, you know, the summer coming to an end, we've seen historic purchase transaction volume. And now we've seen refinance activity. How about this? Refinance activity is up over 200% quarter over quarter from last year. So second quarter of last year to second quarter of this year, refinance volume is up over 200%. So coupled with the, the crazy sale market purchase transactions right now, and given that we even had here in the state of Michigan and all over the United States, there was a pause in purchase activity because of COVID. Yeah. I mean, that delay obviously just kind of, um, you know, we've talked about it a few times where, you know, it kind of just opened up the floodgates for, um, you know, like that delay in the purchases, right? So like everyone was kind of sitting on their, their hands, but they had more time to kind of search the properties and get a little bit more idea of what they were looking for. So obviously as soon as that opened up, I mean, so you got the refinance push and then you got all these people that are looking to buy as quickly as possible. Um, and there's some really good, it kind of separated the the weak from the strong agents as well. I mean, instead of, you know, some people wanted to sit back and wait and other agents were being a little bit more innovative as far as how they can safely conduct business for their clients, um, going to the houses, doing these virtual tours, people were making um, offers sight unseen, you know, you know, but because the reality was it didn't, the world doesn't stop. People still need to move and whether it's for uh, business, you're switching because you have to move to a different state because for your, your employment. I mean, um, it was kind of like technology definitely was a game changer over the last several months. Yeah. So what, so John and Becky, so here we are, we kind of recap second quarter. Everybody knows where everything was with the purchase activity. And now we're sitting here almost at the end of third quarter, believe it or not, everybody, it's after Labor Day. Now we're sitting here on September 9th. Where did the summer go? doesn't even feel like it's 58 degrees here in Michigan today, everybody. It doesn't feel like we had a summer or a Labor Day holiday. We're two days off of that. So where, where do you see quarter number three going, third quarter 2020? Where do you think that will be in relation to quarter number two? Well, I, I mean, I hope that it's actually uh, very similar to the beginning of quarter number two. I believe there... Um, I believe that we've, we've hit a little bit of a lull, um, you know, industry-wide, company-wide, just with how busy it's been, everybody's kind of hitting the wall that they, they, they need to just take a, take a breather. I get it. I understand it. I want to be part of that when it happens. But, you know, I'm ready to get back to, you know, you know burning and churning with uh, these new purchases so that we can, um, we can uh, make things happen. And... Um, and uh, so, yeah, I'm ready for that. And I'm hoping that's how it's going to be. Becky, how do you see it? Um, I think it's going to be just as strong. I mean, um, it's going to be, we have a, August was the new May. 
Um, August was the new May as far as uh, purchase transactions. And, you know, so that delay that we're seeing um, is not going to, um, I feel like through December, through the first of the year, even after we're going to see one of the stronger buying markets, people are just not slowing down. Rates are projected to be strong. You know, hopefully they'll stay that way. So I don't think really the refinance applications are going to really slow down as well. Um, so just a matter of the industry kind of getting a hold of what should be the new normal for us and just being able to function at the higher capacity that's being asked of us because of the influx of business. Yeah, I will tell you this. I'm, I'm with you on that, Becky, right now. September 9th, we're in the last month of the quarter, last month of the third quarter. July was very strong. August was better. And September is looking to be better. So I think we're going to go ahead. Quarter three. Uh, Q3 is going to be better, I believe, than Q2. Now, asking about quarter number four, fourth quarter of the year 2020, that remains to be seen. All the indicators there in total mortgage originations and volume and interest rates, I believe that you're going to still see some lingering, even in the bad weather states, upper Midwest, the east, um, out east. Uh, I, I still think it's going to be a strong uh, purchase market. We know refinancing is going to be strong because of the historically low rates. And what we're also going to see is people aren't going to stop moving to the West Coast, the Southwest, and the South. And the weather is always better there in the wintertime than it is up North, right? So whether it's a second home, a, uh, a vacation home, an investment property, or people are relocating, those are the areas of the country that people are relocating to. So I believe that uh, fourth quarter of this year, 2020, even though we have an election coming up, I believe it's going to continue to remain strong in terms of where rates are and in terms of what home buying market's going to be. Um, so, evidently uh, enough, not to, I just want to chime in real quick. Um, I have a lot of clients that are, you know, California based and they are making, oh my God, I'm having issues over here with my phone. <laughs> <laughs> hey, <laughs> if you don't have issues, we don't like you. Oh my God. Anyway, so I have a lot of um, clientele that's California based, but they're making the move to Texas. And um, I probably had three or four this month where, because California is on a constant lockdown, they're letting them loose, then they're locking them down, they're letting them loose, they're locking them down, that um, people are buying up a lot of property in the state of Texas because they don't have the same restrictions and People don't want to hear them and they're, you know, the economy is a little bit different in Texas. So people are making that move or they are buying up these investment properties in Texas as well. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll tell you that we're seeing a lot of that. A lot of people have, again, we've talked about it the last three, four, five podcasts, three, four, five mortgage shows on 97.1 FM every Saturday from nine to 10 hosted by Harvey Free. John Kolb's there, Lisa Lawson's there, Becky Alley's there, and occasionally I show up. Um, bottom line is this, it's changed. People's lifestyles have changed and they have to be adaptable because this COVID thing is not going away. It's just not. So, you know, we can fool ourselves, but you got to be safe. You got to wear a mask. You just have to take all the precautions, especially if you're older. John's going to say, yeah, like you, Harry, if you're older. Um, but I, I go ahead and I want to go ahead and make mention that everybody should be safe. So, uh, that's public service announcement number one. Public service announcement number two, ladies and gentlemen, let me give it to you this way. I don't know about you, but I've heard some of my clients call me and say, have you been getting these crazy phone calls from the IRS and from the Social Security office? Becky and John, you're probably too young for that. But you want to know something? I received a phone call 
from a random call on my cell phone. Now, understand everybody out there, the IRS and the Social Security office, they don't call on the phone. They write you. They put things in writing if it's legitimate. I received a phone call the other day, and it said it's a robocall saying that uh, my Social Security number is in jeopardy, and I mean, my benefits are going to be in jeopardy. Now, I'm not eligible for benefits for a very long time, John Cole. I'll make that statement. Wow. But, very but, long. So basically what I did was is I hit the number back, and I scolded the guy on the other end of the phone while I was Googling scam Social Security and IRS calls. And this guy promptly hung up on me because he knew he was busted. And then I emailed the phone number and my complaint to the attorney general's office of the state of Michigan. Do not ever give your social security number, your bank information over the phone to a robocall or a phone number if you don't know these people. All right. Strangers are bad. I don't know, John and Becky, that's got to be my public service announcement number two. The IRS and Social Security Office, they do not make outbound going phone calls. Correct. Stranger danger. Yep. <laughs> I got yeah. one. I got one that like my someone. So it was some kind of Social Security is same similar that I was, you know, being investigated or I don't know what it said, but obviously it was just one of those other scams, you know, you need to call immediately in regards to your social security number, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, so like if you ever get anything in the mail, also mortgage related that you're not sure what it is, call us. Um, another often scam is you'll get something in the mail saying that you need to pay for your owner's policy. That's not true. You already have it. You probably just don't even know you have it because it is sent to you the original 30 days after the transaction closes. So again, if you get anything that you're not sure of, give us a call at Capital Mortgage Funding. We'll set you straight because education and knowledge is power. And we don't want you just walking out there blind, you know, thinking that something's um, tied to us just because it has our name on it, that our name is on it. It doesn't mean it necessarily came from us because people have too much time on their hands and they will find any way to make a buck, unfortunately. Yeah, that is public service announcer number three, Becky. And, and you're so good that you, the segue into that is there's a lot of mass email, a lot of mass phone calls right now in the mortgage industry because rates are so low. Do not write anybody a check or send them money or give them your credit card information because they're just taking your money and they're going to hold your money hostage. We call it hostage deposit money. Unless you know who you're dealing with, John Cole. Agreed. Yeah. It's, you know, you got to be careful out there and, you know, make sure you're, you're taking care of yourself. Plus one, I say, if we all were in the world to uh, take care of ourselves, plus one other person, everybody would be in a little better position. So you know, I always make sure that uh, my parents are aware of any scams out there just so that they're not clicking on something that they shouldn't be clicking on or taking phone calls that they shouldn't be taking and uh, and, and just making sure that they're they're good, too, so that we don't have any issues. But, uh, you know, it's it's you know, there's a lot of good people out there, too. So we just got to focus on that, that they, that they pop their heads out every so often. And uh, Lisa Lawson just popped in with a, speaking of popping in heads and people. So, um, hi, Lise. We're just uh, just going to do the thing. So, yeah, I would tell you this, and Lisa, we're going to recap with you, and uh, we're going to let everybody know. We started with out with, 
you know, what business was like in the second quarter, how busy it was. Now third quarter is taken off and we're almost to the end. September's coming to a close. I can't believe Labor Day is coming gone. Our summer is going to come and go very shortly. What are you seeing out there right now in terms of how do you envision the remaining September waning days, 21 days left in September and going into October, November and the rest of the year? Lise? Oh, me. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, we've, we've already done all that. Yeah. Sorry. My bad. Yeah. I mean, it's it's going to be busy. It's really going to be busy. I just got two purchase agreements this morning. You know, I think people think that, you know, we normally have that big push prior to the school year um, to try to get kids in the school district. But that really wasn't the case. There's a lot of kids who are learning from home and doing, you know, at home education. And so I've gotten quite a few purchase agreements just in this past week, which is something that we don't normally see. So I think we're going to be just as busy on the purchase side for sure. Yeah, so everybody out there, you heard four out of four people agree that going into the fall, you're going to see it remain busy. Um, people are adjusting their lifestyle. Lisa, we gave the public service announcements where do not give your social security number over the phone. Don't give anybody any money or credit card information over phone and let them. Overall, the environment right now in the mortgage industry, we recapped that in the history of mortgage banking, it's never been busier. And you've been doing this well over 20 years. It, it just hasn't been busy and it's not going to slow down for a while. So I will tell you, everybody has to go ahead again. I'm going to use that P word and the P word is patience. We have to, you know, patience and purchase transactions come first. Refis will get done. You already live in the house, but we want to get new people into new homes. And that's what all lenders right now are concentrating on. And that's what appraisers are concentrating on too. Um, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to let you wrap it up. I'll go with the last word. Lisa, last on, first and last word. Go ahead. <laughs> I was going to say, you know, this is still a great time to buy a house. Yes, you may need a little bit of patience. It may take just a moment or two to get back to you. But we're all going to get back to you. Um, you know, rates are phenomenal. The market is phenomenal. And everyone should really, if they're interested, be taking advantage in this market whether they're, you know, buying a second home or upsizing, maybe downsizing, you know, this is the time to do it. Yeah. Becky Alley. Yeah. Um, piggyback on that. All those points are, are totally valid. I mean, right now you have, you know, more purchase power, the most purchase power you've ever had in the history of ever. Right. So, you know, we're not to beat a dead horse, but if you've ever been on the fence about no longer paying someone else's rent or no longer paying someone, it's time to invest in yourself. It's time to invest in your future. Give us a call. Even if you're thinking about doing it even a year now. OK, but we need to set you up on a game plan. Um, education, you know, get you get yourself going, because the sooner you start that conversation, the better. And you do not want to find a house and fall in love with it and then start the process and find out that you might be three, six months out based off credit. So uh, the sooner you make that phone call to us or whomever, the better. Mr. Cole. Uh, you know, strangers, there's too many people out there that promise things and don't come through on it and work with people that you know that are going to treat you right and get things done. You know, it, you know, we talk about how an eighth of a, a point here and there isn't the 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 end all be all in the rate, but you know it is, but it's not. I mean, if uh, if you got somebody out there telling you they can get you two point seven five on a thirty year fixed with no cost, there's something not right there. So you got to look at the the fine print. Make sure you're dealing with people you know, 
and that are going to treat you right so you don't have to go through life with, uh, you know, uncertainty. Yeah, I will tell you this, that uh, I believe in that, too. I believe that uh, you have to have a connection. You should money in everything you do and get that warm referral. I'm not saying you don't shop, but you should shop with people that you know, that you've heard of, that have a quality reputation and who have been doing it for a long time. And no matter what you're looking for, those are the best. Reputability goes a long way. Check people out. Google them. Okay. And see what's going on in their life. If they have social media, follow their social media. Maybe don't. Maybe you're going to find something out about somebody you really don't like. I don't have social media accounts, so there you go. What does that tell you about me? But uh, feel free to Google everybody that you're doing business with. I know that I do it, and I do it when I interview people. We're looking for um, quality help. We go ahead, and, and we put our social media gurus on it, and we check you out. That's exactly what you should be doing when you're doing business with somebody. Um, the Hardcore Mortgage Real Estate Business Podcast brought to you by Capital Mortgage Funding, powered by Fairway Independent Mortgage, Equal Housing Lender, NMS number 2289. We want you to be healthy. We want you to be safe. Stay very conscious of your surroundings. Make sure your bubble's tight and your bubble's small. Keep your family healthy. Keep your kids healthy. We're keeping our clients healthy. And hopefully, we have saved hundreds of thousands of families over 30 years, tens of millions of dollars by refinancing them and putting them in the best purchase mortgage transactions we can. So yes, saving thousands of families, millions of dollars. It's what we do. I'm blessed and lucky and humbled to be surrounded by the top originators in the business. Uh, Lisa Lawson is a top originator, the highest, highest quality that you can have. John Cole, Becky Alley are in the top 1% of all originators in the nation, everybody. And not blowing my own horn, but I know what I'm doing too. But you can Google me, you can check that out if you want. Appreciate all you guys humbled. Roberto Beauchene in the booth, producing and directing our podcast. As always, everybody will talk to you on Saturday morning with Harvey Freed back in the saddle, 9 to 10, 97.1 FM. The ticket, we'll see you then.